What is your favorite Will Smith song? Because for me, it's got to be a tie between Miami and Wild Wild West. Welcome to another episode of Personal Trainer Reacts. This is episode two of Will Smith's Best Shape of My Life. For those of you who happen to give a fuck, you can go back and watch episode one. These do go in chronological order. Obviously, that's how time works. So if you do want to watch Will Smith's Best Shape of My Life in order, because it obviously gets spoiled in this series of episodes, you can go back and watch episode one. It's not the end of the world if you don't, but welcome to episode, I don't even know what episode this is of the Fitness Hippie Podcast, but the Personal Trainer React edition of it. Um, for those of you who do not know, my name is Mark. I'm a full-time personal trainer, been a full-time personal trainer for a little over two years, and my big emphasis is on balance. So for something like this, I might have a little bit of a different, unique view versus other personal trainers you may see out there. If you do happen to watch this and you like a lot of the things that I say and you want to have your very own coaching experience with me, you can check out the link in the description down below or you can head over to mtefit.com and sign up for uh, or do the coaching questionnaire and then I'll get in contact with you and you can do that if you happen to be interested in that sort of thing. But without further ado, let's get into episode two of Will Smith's Best Shape of My Life. What was wrong with me? Why was I so afraid? Why was I such a coward? Such a coward. Just reinforced my shame. I was the weak. I was the coward. I was the coward. My thoughts were swirling, caused me to feel more shame and more self-loathing. And everybody's looking at me. I didn't have control over it. It began to dawn on me that my overcompensation and fake bravado were really just another more insidious manifestation of the coward. My thoughts were swirling. I didn't have control over it. I was overcome with shame, 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 shame. Will Smith is airing motherfuckers out. So he's showing, for those of you who do not watch this and you listen to this rather, you're not seeing it. He's showing like screenshots of hateful comments and he's not blurring out any names, any pictures whatsoever. So granted, most of them are probably bots because Instagram or I don't know if there were YouTube comments or whatever. The internet's full of bots, right? So a lot of those people are probably fake. But if you are on Will Smith's YouTube video and you're hating on him, Will Smith will put you on blast. Be alert. Shit. Nice. It's the right weight, man. Last week, Will actually gained weight. You know, and this was when he was hitting the workouts pretty hard. 222. I put weight on. Obviously, there's always going to be a reaction to that. <laughs> that's exactly, see that face right then, right at the end? That's exactly what it is. It goes into a totally different space. No, oh, that was nine, because see, it's my mind. So I'm trying to find a balance. I get it. Between being safe. And I want to call security. Uh, <laughs> for me. <laughs> All right, I'm going for three pounds this week. Just make sure you put some protein and some fats in so you still want to crunch. Use that crunch. There you go. Will really derives a sense of self from always succeeding and being well-liked. The need to feel like I'm going to be loved, I'm going to win, 
And for Will, this is his drug. But unfortunately, as with any addiction, it can kind of get a little out of control. Come on, Will. Get your head back. Ugh, this little ass weight that you can't lift. My father was military. He was Air Force. I grew up with the double-edged gift of discipline. You know, that was the hardest day so far. I slept perfectly, just woke up uh, really depleted. It was military motivation in my house. You get that flag to the top of that hill. And his other favorite thing was, when I send you on a mission, there's two possibilities. One, you complete the mission. Or two, you're dead. Exhausted. I got nothing. Yeah, shoulders back. Seven. That's good. That's enough. Yeah, we we all didn't turn up for the session today. Like, oh, it always bums me out when um, when we miss a session. Yeah, consistency is key. So you know, it would be great to have him here. But uh, yeah, he's not. Yeah, he didn't. So spoiler alert for people who did not watch episode one of this series, um, Will Smith supposed to lose 20 pounds in 20 weeks. He ended up gaining weight last week. So now we're seeing the reaction to the weight gain, right? So Dr. Romney there talks about Will's drug is success. So a lot of you guys out there, if you do not succeed in something, it's going to have a Jekyll or Hyde effect. Either you're going to become a recluse and you're going to hide in a shell and never come back out again and you fall off of your workout plan or you can be kind of like will where success drives him right so if he was not successful like he wasn't last week then he's going to go into overdrive and to try to do hella extra stuff to try to make up for what he couldn't do the week before so we see will smith going really hard will smith pushing himself in the gym and aaron is like somebody's got to call security for me because i'm scared uh will smith seems to be um attacking this with more intensity maybe than he did the week before how you feeling this morning will low energy you weren't happy with the result last week because your weight was up no i was happy i was happy you were okay but did you react to it in terms of the amount of food that you ate this week yeah see that's no uh, no <laughs> No. Yeah, you did. I didn't. I didn't. You did. I didn't. Okay. Are we? Is this an honest show, or are we gonna? Yeah, let's 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 <laughs> let's shoot for honesty. Let's let's shoot for honesty. <laughs> but I I had two days worth of reaction. Um, what did you do? Oh, just like five hundred calories in the day. eggs, egg, boiled eggs, raw vegetables. That's it. The whole day. The whole day, and I was doing like. 14 hours of fast. I would go, I would like stop eating, you know, right? So I know that worked before, you know. There we see Sir William further reacting to his non-success the week before, right? So he's not only going super hard in the gym, he missed the session. The set, that could be for any particular reason. Maybe Will was busy, whatever. But then he talks about, Aaron asked him if he reacted in, a nutritional sense in terms of like now eating way too little and will's like yeah he was eating just eggs in the morning whatever and doing a 14-hour fast which sounds very 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 extreme in a sense 
uh, and he says that it worked for him before. And not to talk about intermittent fasting in any way, shape, or form on the show because it's not really the ultimate end-all, be-all. But in terms of just picking your diet in general, right? We can all agree, regardless of your particular stance on any particular diet, we can all agree that the bigger the change, the harder it is for you to get used to it, right? So, for example, I love Taco Bell. You guys know that I love Taco Bell, right? If I were to go to Taco Bell and I were to pull up to the drive-thru and I try to order a quesarito, right? You can only order a quesarito on the Taco Bell app. I know this. I'm not a rookie. If, for some reason, I went to the Taco Bell drive-thru and I tried to order a quesarito and they're like, we don't have the quesarito anymore. Not that this is a thing because, like I said, you can only order on the app. Plus, uh, I have the Taco Bell newsletter. I'm subscribed to this. So if the Taco Bell quesarito were to go, I'd be the first to know. You would not catch me slipping like this. But whatever reason, I go to Taco Bell. I try to get the quesarito. They say the quesarito is not here anymore, right? That sure would hurt. It would be awful for me, right? It's my favorite thing on the Taco Bell menu. What am I going to get now if I can't get a quesarito? I do not know, right? But ultimately, it's just one menu item for the entire menu. I can live. It's not going to taint my love for Taco Bell. It's going to hurt. Pour one out for the homie. Pour out a little Baja Blast out the side of the car. Quesarito's gone. It is what it is. It hurts a little bit, but I can move on. It's not a big, big change. It's a lot different than if I were to pull up to Taco Bell pull up to the drive-thru, and instead of it being Mexican-American inspired fare, now it's just traditional American food, right? And I go to Taco Bell. It's not Taco Bell anymore. It's just called Bell. And at Bell, now they serve hot dogs and hamburgers and grilled cheeses and egg sandwiches, which are all great foods, but it's not Taco Bell, right? That's a massive change. They drop the taco. It's just Bell. They have a completely different menu. That would be something that would throw my world off its axis, right? I would have to have three vacation days from work i would have to call in be like i'm not coming into work today because taco bell fuck my shit up right taco bell's completely different that's a big change for me uh it's going to be something that's going to take some adjusting something that i have to get used to because it's such a big change so obviously a bigger change is harder to get used to right so for something like uh a 14 hour fast which is what will smith said that's a massive change that's something that unless you have been used to doing it before, which really nobody's used to doing 14-hour fast. Let's say you uh, stop eating at 8 and you wait all the way till 8 o'clock the next day. That's still only 12 hours. That's you know stopping at 8 and you don't eat again until 10, which maybe isn't so much out of the realm of possibility. There's probably some of you guys out there that are listening to this that actually do that. But if you're doing that consistently, it might be a lot. So whenever you're picking any sort of diet, whenever you're picking any sort of workout plan, the smaller changes, the better. It's better to go to Taco Bell and find out that the quesarito is not there. than go to Taco Bell and find out that Taco Bell is completely different than what you had originally thought of and had imagined before or that you know and is precious to your heart, right? Small changes equals typically better results. What do you mean when you say fasting worked before? Um. Hey guys, sorry, we uh, have to change cards. Yep. <laughs> Is that a tough question or something? So as I sit here right now, we're attempting to be honest. Wait, what does that mean? When, when, <laughs> it, was, when it was decided that we were going to do the, the weight loss, Aaron said, let's weigh in. And I said, no. So a week before the camera showed up, I weighed in at 226. So, 
a week before the filming on January 1st, you lost five pounds a week from just going. I did a fast. So why did you want to lose weight in order to... I just didn't want to be on camera at the end of the crowd. The 226 was the most I've ever weighed. Did he know at that point? Hey, hey, Ron? No. I told him later. Dun, dun, dun. So there's a revelation there that Will, before the starting of the filming of the show, he actually went on a massive fast, and he was 226 at the start. He didn't want to be on camera that close to 230 pounds, so he went and he fucking fasted before the show even started. He was like, you guys are not going to catch me on camera looking crazy so let me get ahead of the curve here and he actually fasted before so you can kind of get ready for the show right so he's already been uh you know this is a 20 pounds 20 weeks sort of thing but he already had a little bit of a jump start he had to get to that point for it to be that goal so will smith uh already in anticipation of this whole thing started to try to get ahead of it because he felt some sort of shame right he felt uh unsuccessful and when we start getting into the illusion of control over food, it actually can get quite tricky. I'm not into fasting as a way of weight loss. I don't like it uh, at all. And I don't think it's a healthy way to go about it. It's not actually peanut butter. It's a kind of peanut butter. It's a kind like, of peanut butter. Almond butter. Almond butter. Almond butter. Yeah. Almond butter, banana, and what's the cracker? Seed cracker. A seed cracker. We brought in Mona, she's a nutritionist, and also with Will's doctor, we're gonna try to set up a sustainable diet that's gonna be healthy, and he's gonna have all the energy that he needs. So this is guacamole seed, cracker and sprouts. We had to focus on this idea of nourishment. How's it gonna feel to nourish your body with the right foods? So, so we're trying to find pre-workout options for you. So when we look down at his plate, we want to make sure that there is 60 to 70% of high quality plant-based foods. We also want to make sure that there is a high quality protein and good quality fat. Second sip got better, third sip. <laughs> yeah, this is horrible, so, okay. but it's not about taste, no. Scotty just finished it. It's not about taste. <laughs> 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 all right so there we met mona mona's nutritionist this kind of goes into what i was saying before about big changes right uh and they talk about aaron talks about wanting to create a sustainable diet for will because diet is so important and i think that something that's kind of apparent to me when i'm watching this is that sustainable for them is strictly a functional term in terms of like sustainable is something that like you don't want somebody to under eat right for those of you guys out there who are watching this in terms of weight loss if you under eat that's going to be not sustainable for you and it's just you're just going to have to eventually eat more food that's part of the idea of sustainability but the other part of sustainability is like the shit got to taste good right if you are eating food and you're forcing yourself to eat food that you do not like to eat then that's going to maybe force you in the other direction to eat only the things that you really, really enjoy, right? Which are quote unquote non-optimal foods, right? So if you have, if you're trying to shoot for a sustainable diet, but the sustainable diet is literally just in terms of functionality and in terms of amounts, you are wanting to be functional or sustainable uh, for the sake of you don't want to eat too little calories. But if all your calories that you're eating are things that you do not like to eat, so like uh, they try to give Will some different pre-workout options. And he's like, that shit tastes horrible. Um, part of that's like, 
He's like, it doesn't matter how it tastes. It just matter what it does for me. It so matters how much it tastes because I don't want to eat food that I don't enjoy, right? And that's not to say that every once in a blue moon, uh, for the sake of like your health and for, for the sake of your fitness, you're going to forgo something that you really, really like for something that you maybe don't like as much because you want to live this long, sustainable life. But it's got to be something that you enjoy. If you're forcing yourself to eat foods that you think are doo-doo caca disgusting, then you're not going to be able to keep up with that for a really long time. You're just not going to be able to eat those foods consistently. If you want to see this lifestyle change, it's not going to happen with foods that you think are disgusting. Ridiculously disciplined, you follow your regimen, you do your exercise training, and you're obviously going to be expending more energy exercising, mm -hmm. right? How do we make sure that you are replenishing you know, in terms of your nutrition to lose the weight and get to where you want to be. Yeah, actually today we put a monitoring system on him so it'll measure exactly how many calories that he's burning on a daily basis. Okay. So if we're looking to lose a pound a week, one pound yeah. roughly equates to around 3,500 calories. Right. So divided by seven, it's 500 calorie deficit a day, which is a minimal amount. Okay. Uh, also, I'd just like to point out, it might look like Scotty's been taking notes furiously. I just want to show Yeah, so he, it looks like he has not been taking notes. Scotty has not been taking notes. <laughs> He's like, I wish I was home. Where is that? Trinidad, man. <laughs> and then there, uh, they talked to Will's primary doctor and it's a very interesting conversation because Aaron is talking to her I'm assuming uh primary doctors know a little bit about nutrition she's talking to her about how a pound of calories uh, or a pound of fat is 3,500 calories and 3,500 divided by seven is 500 calories a day for a deficit I feel like she knows all this Aaron doesn't have to explain this to her um but it's interesting because one, they talk about Will has a tracker. Will tracker is Fitbit. Fitbit sponsors the video. So I don't want to say anything bad about Fitbit, but Fitbit trackers are going to be far from accurate. There's multiple studies out there that, you know, any of these activity trackers in terms of like how much calories you burn in a given day, they're off by anywhere from like 50 to 75% or some crazy thing like that. So if you burn, let's say, um, 500 calories in a workout it really could be like 250 or 150 right it, they're so far from being able to be super uh um precise when it comes to calorie burn numbers that's not something that you guys should be basing anything on in terms of like oh i've got this fitbit right my fitbit says i burned x amount of calories now i can eat that back that's it this number is never going to be correct it's not just just fuck that number right uh also Aaron says 3,500 calories roughly equates to a pound of fat. That's true. There's seven days in a week. If you want to lose one pound per week, you can eat 500 calories less per day. There's your 3,500 calories, right? That's one pound per week. And because they're doing this challenge, 20 pounds in 20 weeks, one pound per week is exactly what they're going for. So Will is forced to do 500 calories per day of a deficit in order to achieve his goal, right? That makes a ton of sense. And then Aaron goes on to say that that's pretty, uh, um, what's the word? He, it's minimal. It's a minimal amount of calories to cut, which I would argue is not a minimal amount of calories. Um, I think it's a significant amount of calories. Some of you guys out there, you might not need, or you might not do 500 calorie deficit a day because it's a lot to kind of, you can work up to that. That could be something that you strive for eventually, but maybe it's 200 calories less a day. 
Now, you're not going to see a ton of change happen really quickly, but you can get used to it and work up to that 500 calories a day because 500 calories a day gone, you're going to notice it, I think, right? It's going to be a significantly less amount of food on your plate at dinner or like one less snack, right? 500 calories is not nothing. I wouldn't call it minimal, uh, but I see what Aaron is getting at. So uh, just all stuff to kind of keep in mind, um, do not count your calories that you burn on your Fitbit back into your calories for the day because that number is never going to be right. And uh, choose your deficit wisely. It should be something that is small enough to be sustainable. Here we go with the sustainable word again. It should be small enough to be sustainable, uh, but hopefully enough that it's not going to be, it's not going to compromise the enjoyability of your life. Excuse me. Good morning. That was an accident. No, it wasn't. That was an accident. Weigh in week two, Will Smith just ripping ass. Will treats the weigh-ins in his typically light-hearted way. So I was trying to lose a pound and I gained a pound last week. But deep down, the number on the scale means everything. We gotta know if we're making progress. It was a uh, 220.6, 220.6. That's exactly what we want every week. I've never looked this bad. I'm gonna fix it though. Are we rolling? Oh, okay. So how are you gonna fix it, Will? Uh, we're going to Dubai. <laughs> What's so special about Dubai? Dubai fits my personality. It just speaks to how I see the world, how I see life. If you're going to build a building, are you really not going to try to build the Burj Khalifa? And I guess the best thing about Dubai is that it's 12 hours away from Los Angeles. <laughs> Uh, when they're awake, I'm asleep. When they're asleep, I'm awake. It's like, it's perfect. It's like no contact, no phone calls. I want to get my body and my mind in the best shape they can be so I can feel good and look good and be in a headspace that allows me to get this book done. Look, I, I think it's challenging for anyone to really change their eating habits, but the best way to be able to do that is if you can stick to a plan for a limited amount of time and start to see the results, it will inspire you to stay with that plan. All right, so there in week two, Will Smith lost a pound and a quarter, or a pound, almost a pound and a half, 1.4 pounds. Um, and that's essentially he's starting where he wanted to start the week prior, so he's back to where he needs to be, a little bit behind schedule, but that's okay. And now they're going to go to Abu Dhabi, or Dubai. Um, and... I think there's something really interesting about, obviously, this is a scale of like somebody who's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire, super famous, super rich person who can just pick up their life and go wherever they want, whenever they want to. But I think there's something actually um, kind of, if you scale it down, something that could uh, uh, affect your life is if you put yourself in a position where you feel the most comfortable, you feel like you can make the most progress. Dubai would be great. 
If I could hop on a plane right now and go to, uh, maybe I wouldn't, I mean, Dubai is cool, but uh, I'm not nearly close to being rich enough to enjoy anything in Dubai. Um, I probably can't even afford McDonald's in Dubai. So maybe not Dubai, but there's something about being and putting yourself in a space where you can thrive the best. And that might not be a physical change in location, but it might be a physical um, manifestation of, let me clear out a space in my house where I can work out. Let me uh, shift things in my mind so that I am in a particular situation that is the most conducive for me to make progress, whatever that might be. So there's something really kind of poetic about Will Smith going to Dubai. For you, that might mean something completely entirely different, unless you're watching this and you're a multi-multi-millionaire. Maybe you can go to Dubai and lift in the sick-ass gym that Will Smith is at. But otherwise, that might be mean something a little bit different for you. And I think another interesting thing that Aaron says here is he says, changing the way you eat is not necessarily the easiest thing, but if you can stick with it for a little bit of time and see the success, that is something that can drive your consistency. And that's a really common uh, frame of mind, right? And I think I understand what Aaron is saying. And I think in perfect scenarios, it is absolutely the truth. If there's something that motivates you, it's your own success, right? If you're doing well, it's going to motivate you and make you want to do more of that thing, right? But the moment the perfect situation goes, right? The moment the perfect situation dissipates, your own success, your own, is still external motivation, right? You're banking on you being successful to keep you going. If for some reason the perfect situation is gone and you, let's say for some reason, knock on wood, this doesn't happen, you try to go to work, your car breaks down, you can't not go to work, your day is ruined, you can't uh, make the meal that you wanted to make, all of a sudden you find yourself at Taco Bell, all of a sudden at the end of the week you've gained weight, now you no longer have that potential success to bank on to continue to be motivated, right? So in a perfect situation, yes, your uh, internal success can help you become more motivated in the future, but it's still external motivation. You're not internally motivated you're not doing it for the sake of i like to do this you're doing it for the sake of oh i can look a certain way so i'm going to continue to do this because i want to continue to look that certain way if that begins to falter at all you're fucked right so um i understand what aaron is saying but this is still a dangerous proposition um the more you can be intrinsically motivated the more you can do things because you want to do it because you enjoy doing it the better off you'll be don't necessarily bank on your own success to drive you forward to continue to motivate you to do stuff. You see, my estimation is. That's great result, dude. You know, I'll take that. That's what I was thinking. I got carb depleted the other day and fell out of the, the workout. You know the protein and the carbs and fats and it's, it's like a lesson try to figure out what to eat and when and all of that to burn the maximum fat build the maximum muscle but still have energy so we are outside of the Burj Khalifa it's the tallest building on earth for our cardio we're gonna just walk the stairs all the way to the top how many floors AA Ron 160 160 floors, so we're going to try to scale 160 floors. I hope we haven't 
And there we saw week three weigh in. Will Smith lost another 2.2 pounds, so he's down to 218 three weeks in. I think he's kind of back on schedule. Um, and he talks about he got carb depleted, so he couldn't finish a workout, so he didn't have enough energy to finish a workout. Therefore, something's got to change in his diet in order for him to continue to, if he wants to continue working out the way he does, and we kind of see a little bit of a clip, and I don't know if they, they probably did this on purpose, but Will Smith was benching 135 earlier on in the show, and it looks like here, presumably a couple weeks later he's benching more like 150 155 160 uh the shit's in kilograms so i can't do math that quickly um it's got to be it's got to be the same he's benching more a couple weeks later and that's ultimately what you want to see obviously in a workout plan and he's talking about finding the optimal balance of your nutrition where you can burn the most fat build the most muscle but still have energy right once again these are all great concepts but if you're overwhelming yourself with too much things too many things at one time it could be more detrimental than it is helpful, right? And now, since they are in Dubai, they're going to climb the Burj Khalifa 160 floors for their cardio. These boys are crazy. Shit. So, I was looking at the building, and it dawned on me that we hadn't actually climbed to the top of the Burj Khalifa. And my sense of accomplishment turned into a dejected sense of failure. Um, so we decided that we were going to actually climb to the top of the Burj Khalifa. During this life. The challenge was that once Will started succeeding. And this is such a danger to people who start succeeding, especially when they start succeeding young. You've set yourself up that you have to keep winning. It's almost like a team with an unbeaten record. This is safety gear, so why, why do we need so much safety gear? Because I don't know what's up there. So this is concerning that we need this much safety gear. This is madness. We are now about to enter. It's called the spire, right? We're about to enter the spire. This is the individual highest point that a human being can be in a man-made structure on Earth. On Earth! Will is so able to sort of master anything through hard work and looks like the most eminent success. But that didn't come without a cost. This is Rome. 
and just try and throw it out. It's a 10-foot pole. Well, I probably won't throw it out. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Yeah, please don't, yes, exactly. And there at the end, they climb 160 stairs, or 160 uh, floors, I should say. And it doesn't sound like it's that difficult, but I would imagine that by floor maybe 50, I would probably tap out and be like, I'm not doing this anymore. Uh, but they get to 160 floors, come to find out that 160 floors is not actually the top of the building. That's the top of like the floors you can go to. The rest of it's like the antenna up top. And of course, Will Smith does not seem satisfied with just doing 160 floors he wants to go to the very tippy top of this building he talks about how his sense of accomplishment turned into a sense of failure because he realized he did not actually reach the top of the building so obviously will smith has this success complex that he's dealing with right where he is always constantly trying to feel successful and if he doesn't do anything or every single thing to his utmost potential um it is failure for him right and like I said, he talks about his dad a lot in this uh, particular um, episode, and he talks about how his dad had this military mindset, and if it's not done perfectly, then don't do it at all, right? And I think sometimes that's great in fitness, unless you are competing in fitness, unless you're a bodybuilder, unless you're a powerlifter, unless you're making money, unless, like, your life depended on fitness. If you are in a particular situation where little Jim Bob did not eat breakfast because dad had one too many oreos and stepped on stage and didn't take first place he took fourth place because it had a whole sleeve of oreos the night before then that's a point where you can be so militant about your fitness because it matters for you for most people for will smith for the show he does not have to go to that extent right so he's got the success complex that he's dealing with and i think I have not finished the show myself, so I don't know if he fails. I don't know if he makes it. That's something that he's going to tussle with for the rest of his life. Even if he does accomplish this particular goal, it's something that's going to hinder him in the future, right? You can't beat yourself up. You, Will Smith, listening, but you, the listener as well, like you can't beat yourself up over not being able to do everything in terms of fitness with the 100% success rate. That's just not the reality. You do not have to go that far. You do not have to be that crazy meticulous about it right so that's something that will smith is going to have to deal with uh and something that is i think he's going to struggle with for a long time if he continues fitness into his life which he should obviously because it's fitness and it has to do with your health and your wellness and uh your life uh your uh, what's the word i'm looking for your ease of life that's not that's not what it is but at the end there will smith climbs to the top of the burj khalifa he climbs in that ladder and he's all the way at the top of the antenna uh, I'm not particularly afraid of heights, but that little part of it gave me some vertigo. It reminds me of those crazy Russian dudes that like climb off and, and hang off of bridges. Those dudes are crazy. Same vibe there. You would not catch me that far off the ground. 160, I could do it, but I'm standing really far away from the edge. I'm not looking over. I'm barely looking through a window that has a wall. If I'm at the top there, I'm not going up. Will Smith can kiss my Puerto Rican ass. I'm not doing that. <laughs> but anyways 
that wraps up today's episode. A lot of good things in this episode. I'm really happy about the things that we were able to talk about today. Hopefully you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, consider hitting the subscribe button wherever you're watching or listening on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Follow me on Instagram at MTU Fit as well as on TikTok. Uh, and if you are interested in online coaching, you can head over to mtefit.com. Fill out the coaching questionnaire and we can get started working together in an online coaching program tailored to you, my friend. Hopefully you enjoyed this week's episode. I will see you in the next one. Peace out.